last Cure Act 2.0 made some really significant changes to the way people save for retirement in America. Today, we're going to visit some of these changes. We'll also talk about how you can save money on your taxes as part of a strategy. And we also play Stump the Grower. So please stay with us. We've got a lot to cover. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Welcome in. Fred Sade is founder and managing director of Money Matters USA. That's the firm name. That's the podcast name. And, and money does matter in retirement. So much more, as Fred also covers on this podcast every week. Fred is a licensed fiduciary. He uh, contributes to many financial publications and websites, and he holds a Ph.D. in economics from Duke University. And Fred specializes in retirement planning. Well, Fred, we've got something really I, 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 critical, I, I, I think, and I think everybody would agree to cover, and that is what has already changed in the retirement universe and what will change in the retirement universe with Secure Act 2.0. We're going to look at what is already in place and uh, and what will come next year. So a lot to dig into, as you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, lots of changes. Too many to, to cover. Well, 90 provisions <laughs> One sitting. Yeah, uh, yeah. In, in this legislation, now law. Uh, so let's, let's just go ahead and dig in. We're going to start out with what is already in place. Uh, what's here, what you can do, uh, Roth after-tax contributions can be made to what? Uh, how have they expanded that? Well, they seem to have made Roths the, the core uh, strategy. Yeah. It, it, you can now, uh, the, the big change here was in SEPs and SIMPLE, uh, both of which are, uh, are IRAs. And um, on the simple uh the uh, employee and the employer can, can make the contribution but the employee can pick the roth and uh employer contributions in the sap can now can now be roth contributions so um this is a big change because previously you only could do a before tax contribution to a sap and and a simple so th- this is uh important for a small, smaller employer who's likely to, to look at a SEP and, uh, or a simple. No large employer would, would want to do that. There are too many other uh, limitations, uh, size limitations uh, on, on those plans. Okay. Okay. Um, matching contributions, they can go to a Roth now, right? They can. Right. That, that's right. Previous, previously, the, the, the employer contribution was pre-tax. Now it can be uh, either pre-tax uh, or uh, after-tax. Uh, mm-hmm. The employee makes the, uh, makes the selection uh, on that. And um, the other thing is the backdoor Roth, 
uh, I mean, since we're talking about this, the backdoor Roth is still available uh, as as an option. It was expected to be eliminated, but it was not. Okay, it was not, but that was expected. What about, there are exceptions in place and more to come that you'll cover in a moment to the uh, 10% early distribution penalty. What What's already in place with that as far as exceptions? Well, uh, there's no change, you know, to to leaving uh, an employer at age 55. That 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 was left uh, uh, untouched. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, uh, but now, what really changed was that there are additional exceptions before age 59 and a half, and. An example would be, let's say you you have a very serious illness. The illness is likely to be terminal, uh, and so now you can you can take a a distribution. Um, let's say that the uh, go- the federal government recognizes that you are living in a uh, uh, part of the country or an area or a district where there's been where a natural disaster was declared by the government. And so you can pull money out up to $22,000. And um, you also you also have some flexibility about uh, excess contributions. And you can uh, flip those into a Roth if, if the plan, uh, you know, allows you uh, to do that. And that's that's the big rub. If if the plan is existing at this time, they're not required to modify the plan uh, to permit Roth options. If if the plan already has them, uh, that that's another thing. So that that can hurt so, um, someone who, let's say, anyone who's earning out one hundred and forty five thousand or more. Uh, they're stuck because their excess contribution must be must go Roth, and uh, if there's no Roth option in the plan, then what happens? Right now, they they can't make a contribution. So, will they will it become mandatory to allow uh, Roth contributions for for people who are only left with the Roth option? And that's just an area that we don't know right now mm-hmm. that that remains to be seen. I mean, it's pretty clear that there are uh, a number of, of uh, areas here that require a technical corrections act. And there's some agreement on that. So we should see uh, a technical corrections bill, hopefully, hopefully uh, later, later this year. And, and hopefully it doesn't get subsumed by you know, the, the uh, presidential election. Oh, fever. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How difficult I, when, when they have to go back and tweak legislation, is that a, a faster process than creating it? <laughs> yeah. It is. Oh, it is. Every major every major tax law requires technical correction because there's always a failure that occurs because they're merging uh, numerous drafts. And uh, I guess at some point in the middle of the night that you, you just can't see anymore. <laughs> yeah. And the errors, uh, the errors show up. Right. And so, right. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not at all surprising that, uh, you know, that, that, there, that there needs to be a technical correction. And, and usually 
the party that was most in favor of the technical correction usually resists at the beginning. Oh, we don't need, there was nothing wrong. And then eventually there are enough errors that they, that they come around and say, they yeah, realize. we do need a technical correction. So we'll okay. get one. It's just a question of when. Okay. Well, all right. Here's more from Secure Act 2.0 that's in place already. Um, what is the one-time only qualified charitable distribution provision? Well, um, there's, there's um, some real disagreement in that how effective this is going to be. But basically, uh, you can make a one-time $50,000 qualified charitable uh, distribution. You can make it as, as, a, as a gift. Uh, but, and here's the, here's, the, here's the but, you have to create a trust in order to make that contribution work. Now, trusts are not cheap. So the question then is, after you pay the lawyer and after you pay for the trust and then you fund it, uh, how, how much, how much, of, a, how much of, of value will, will, it, will you actually wind up getting from that $50,000? I mean, how much will actually be left? So uh, the, the opinions on this are, are really all over the map. Some people think it's, it's important and other people think it's not important at all. And, and it's not going to be used. So uh, right now, uh, there's just divided opinion about this thing. On that. Uh, now, this, I think most people, I think, know um, the original SECURE Act raised the RMD age. And uh, this one raised it even more for this year. And down the road, it's going to go up again. Yeah, it, it, it does. If... Um, Everything really, you know, depends on your birth year. In other words, if if you're already taking RMDs, you know, because you you were past seventy and a half, uh, there's no change. There's no change for you. And if you you're born uh, between um, nineteen fifty and nineteen fifty nine, you know. Throw throw a hat up in in the in, in, you know in the air. It, it really it really impacts people. Um, uh, again, uh, um, born uh, uh, before between 1951 and 1959, uh, they're they're going to take uh, the later distribution. And uh, if you're born after 1960, you're looking at a distribution at age 75. Mm-hmm. So okay. that, that's that's how it, it shakes out. But there there are some other quirks that we'll we'll get to, I guess, in in a in a in a minute or two uh, or a few minutes okay. uh, about uh, you know about this ten year window. Yeah, I know you had uh, made some notes on some things as you mentioned earlier that may need to be fixed. And in, in, in your opinion, you've noticed those uh, glaring points in that. But okay, the the penalty once draconian for missing an RMD is now dropped. Yeah, and I, I suspect uh, that, the, that, first of all, the, the, I, the IRS never issued the, the penalty, that 50% penalty, but now I think they will penalize you. The penalty is 25%, and if you rat yourself out in a timely manner, whatever <laughs> timely means, uh-huh. um, then the penalty drops to 10%. Now, I strongly suspect that the IRS will collect the 10% uh, 
penalties. They never collected, it, the, that was never enacted, the 50%? Yeah, they, well, no, they never penalized anybody the 50%. It was so harsh. It was too uh, right, exactly. But at 10%, I, I suspect that they that they will. I, I, uh, and yeah. I, yeah, and I, I think if you have a reasonable explanation, they'll accept it because they're going to they're going to take the 10 I think they're going to take the 10%. I don't believe that they will just say no we you're uncollectible we're just not going to collect. So you. they it's they will enforce it more now. I th- I suspect yeah. that they will okay. because 10% is a lot different than 50%. But they did impose a statute of limitations on themselves. Yes, they did. Well, at least the uh, Secure Act did on the IRS, I guess. Yes, the six, six year a 6 year um uh, window. Uh, so uh, previously there was no statute of limitations. You were you were fair game, but it didn't matter because they weren't they weren't going to collect it anyway. Okay. Now it, now it matters. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. I mean, there's some here that that um, are pretty strong. A lot, as you said, focus on Roth. But um, what Fred just covered, they're in place for this year. Let's look at next year. What's going to happen next year with Secure Act 2.0? Um, all right, so with the $1,000 catch-up contribution to IRAs and, and also the catch-up to 401ks, uh, anyone 50 and older can do catch-up contributions. It says it'll be indexed for inflation, as will qualified charitable distributions. Yeah, I think, that, I think, that is, uh, I think that's significant. Just remember, though, that the qualified charitable distributions, the QCDs, are, are still at age 70 and a half. That, 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 that's the $100,000 lifetime, mm-hmm. which is now going to be indexed for inflation. Uh, but that's 70 and a half. That, they did not change the age oh. uh, for that. Okay. What, what changes in 2024 is the indexing. What happens now and what is open now, I should say, to beneficiaries of 529s. That's another, you know, that's another mixed bag. Some people think that's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And other people think that it's that it's meaningless. Basically, what they're saying is that you can move $35,000 of excess money uh, from a 529 uh, educational account into a Roth. But having said that, there, there are limitations. First, the money has to have been in the plant for 15 years. Second of all, no money that was, that, um, was contributed uh, within the last five years are subject uh, to the ability to, to roll that uh, over. And finally, you're subject to the annual Roth contribution uh, limits. So how effective this is going to be, I don't know. I think it can be effective if you plan for it, you know, from from the from the outset. Now, I think a much better option is to make growth contributions, you know, to your uh, young children's or your uh, plan, uh, preteen or early teen plan, you know, get a summer job. And since money is fungible, Let's say they earned uh, 2500 3000 for the summer. Put that into a Roth IRA. And by the time they're ready for, for college or early adulthood, that money will be able to come out tax-free. And I think that, that, uh, that makes a heck of a lot more, you know, more sense, especially using that money for, for, educational, uh, for educational purposes because that money is after tax. So I think, I, I think I, 
I'm just not convinced that this is, um, you know, significant. Now, some people, some people think that it is very, very, uh, you know, significant. Uh, and and I'm just in the school that says, well, you know, I'm not convinced <laughs> that it's right, all okay. that, yeah. not important. Well, now, uh, this always seemed to be senseless, really, but um, the the 401k contributions, and they still are. This is until next year, subject to RMDs. After next year, they will not be. Mm-hmm. Why do they even have that anyway? You've already. I, you know, this again. This is uh, you know, this is. I don't know. Oh, is that this what? is this is a strange okay. one. I I don't. Uh, I'm I'm not quite sure I understand this, but uh, I I think if you're, you know, thinking of, of doing a Roth, I, I think you're better you're ultimately better off with an individual Roth than you are with with the Roth 401k. That that's my opinion. But if on the other hand you have income, you know, limitations, then. To, uh, which prevent you from from making contributions to an individual Roth, then the four hundred one k Roth would would make sense. And I think the fact that the employer can match to the Roth four hundred one k is 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 the thing that that is uh, significant uh, here. Uh, is the matching is the matching contribution mm-hmm. uh, on the part of the employer, which was not the case previously. So I, I think that that's a big uh, that that's a big thing, you know. And, and and you know, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, you know, the, the uh, Congress's view is is really to be, to focus, you know, on on the Roth because they want to get the tax money now. Uh, it, you know, and then you have the benefit from the Roth. There's no guarantee, obviously, that Congress won't at some point do something uh, which will, you know, invalidate uh, the Roth. Uh, I'm not convinced that in their mm-hmm. ever widening search for income, they might not terminate the, uh, you know, might not terminate the Roth. And unfortunately, um, you know, in other countries, um, retirement savings are, are treated uh, sacrosanct. I mm-hmm. mean, they are all tax deductible, mm-hmm. whether it's in a um, pension, Social Security combination plan, pension plan, um, life insurance, annuities. They're all tax deductible. And, and here uh, we have significant limitations on, on what is, you know, on what is allowed in, ter- in terms of uh, the tax code. So uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I, I, re- I realize I might be the odd person out here, but I, I don't see, you know, I don't see that some of these changes, you know, are, are going to be all that helpful. What about, uh, obviously they're showing some concern about student uh, loan debt uh, with the um, matching contributions that could be now applied to that next year. That I think is a big one. Okay. Yeah, I I think that it is a very very significant thing because um, p- uh, uh, people are loaded with uh, student debt and uh, have to pay that back, um, and the ability to regard you know, you prove to the employer that you're paying your student loans and and that counts uh, against your four hundred one k contribution. That I think is a big, 
big uh, change, and and I think that's a very positive change. And uh, let's look at you know, we mentioned some things that that may need to be fixed or tweaked. What are some of those that stand out to you? Well, um, the twenty the twenty thirty three uh, era uh, about uh, you know about our RMDs mm-hmm. is a um, you know is is a big change. The the law should say age seventy five in twenty thirty three. Uh, but uh, we really need to get that reaffirmed because uh, questions have been raised whether or not uh, the 2033 date is, uh, is, is correct. Um, currently, law states that you're going to have an RMD of 73 or 75, uh, ages 73 or 75 in 2033. It's obviously incorrect. It should be 75 if that's what Congress intends uh, to, to do. Um, so we're up in the air about that. Some people think that they, uh, that, that the 2033 period is, is incorrect. Um, I thought about it and then, uh, thinking that because Congress budgets in these 10 year tax windows, that the 2033 is probably correct. They probably did that, uh, for, for, uh, for CBO scoring. So I suspect that they, they did that on purpose and that it's not an error. Anything else you predict they'll go back and fix? Yeah, I think they, they have to clarify the 145000 uh issue uh, in, in earnings uh, and uh, either, either, make, either make the Roth option mandatory, which it's not right now, or uh, for companies that have employees who earn 145,000 or more, provide a Roth option in the 401k. Uh, I, I can't. I can't see right right now. Uh, you could. You can be in trouble because uh, if the plan doesn't allow it and they're not going to amend it, you're you're just out of luck. The only thing you the only thing you can do is is you can take money from another qualified plan and and move that uh, into uh, into a Roth. But you but you have to be over fifty nine and a half to be able to do that. So that's that's the uh, you know that's your option uh, right now. It's not not a great uh, not a great option. Well, um, yeah, um, I tell you, it's a lot. It's what ninety total provisions in this, and so not all enacted yet, but it will come uh, with Secure Act two point uh, That's where Fred can come in. Uh, Fred, you always have an opportunity on this podcast to schedule with you, and it's a very comprehensive review that that you can schedule. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, I like I like to tell people, look, uh, you have more than one doctor. I mean, you 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 see different specialists, so if you don't have a plan, it's a good idea to have it reviewed. Get a second opinion. If you're not satisfied with the previous second opinion, get a third opinion. This is what you would do in a health situation. So we're talking about your your financial health and your financial uh, well-being. And we do have a very comprehensive program. And we talk a lot at the beginning about things that are that are not explicitly financial because people's attitudes toward money uh, and couples' attitudes toward money uh, is really vitally uh, important and it's less important to talk about uh, your particular accounts. More important to talk about issues that 
surround your attitudes toward money and the purpose of, of money and what your expectations are and what you're trying to uh, accomplish. And uh, keep it, and that's, that's really the most important conversation to start with. You know, eventually we, we will get to what your assets are, what your liabilities are, what your budgeting is, uh, what you spend money on, uh, and do a very, very comprehensive uh, review. Look at your, your, your assets, your liabilities, your, your longevity. Um, look at the ability of your assets to produce income. We, we look at your, your needs, your wants, your desires. We see how long your assets are capable of producing income. Uh, find out what you're comfortable with from a planning perspective. And, and then um, we will develop a plan. We will have you review it, criticize it, beat it up, make notes, put stickies on them, and then um, put it into a, a final form, go through it, read every word to you, make sure that you understand everything, and then uh, up to you how we're going to implement the plan. So that you and and then do uh, regular reviews. Nothing, nothing, nothing is is uh, is forever. I mean, we we just saw another highway collapse. We had one a few years ago in San Diego. Now we have one collapsing outside Philadelphia. Uh, I mean, e even even steel and concrete is not forever. So uh, <laughs> your plan needs to be modified. Things change. Um, we do not charge for that comprehensive. Uh, first meeting, uh, and, and our meetings tend to run uh, a couple of hours. <clears throat> We're not giving you a 15-minute meeting uh, where we tell you to bring in all your assets, liabilities, and uh, then do uh, a three-meeting, one meeting to discuss uh, your assets, second meeting to discuss your plan, a third meeting to move your assets. Uh, we don't do that. We guarantee six meetings. You have a client right now. I think we're on our 13th meeting. Uh, and that's a little unusual. Usually it runs about six to nine meetings, but uh, nevertheless, we want to make sure that everything is understood and people are comfortable uh, with it. And um, yeah. well. we, we, don't, we don't operate on, on the three-meeting method. That's the point I'm trying to make, which is what most, what most advisors uh, or brokers do. Three meetings, we don't. We we get, we'll give you whatever amount of time is necessary to get you, it right. To get it right, yeah, that's definitely. exactly it. Well, if you want to call and get this ball rolling, the process started eight hundred five nine three eighty one eighty eight for Fred eight hundred five nine three eighty one eighty eight or visit his website moneymattersusa.net. Uh, we still got to get Stump the Guru in after a break, but let's do maybe uh, some quick hits on just something different here uh, to round out this segment, and that is tax-efficient retirement strategies, what you need to consider. And if we could kind of do some quick hits on four yeah. of them, starting with a uh, partial in-service rollover from your 401k plan. What's that? Yeah, just moving it into uh, into an IRA or Roth IRA. It's a very good idea to get some diversification, get some alternatives that may not be in your plan. The only caveat is you need the protection of an ERISA plan. Uh, an IRA is not considered an ERISA plan. So if you have significant uh, issues that, that relate to uh, you know debt or protection against creditors, 
then this wouldn't be a good option. But if you, but if that's not your situation, then diversification uh, of plans makes a lot of sense, and tax diversification makes sense. That's where the Roth comes in. And um, why not use some non-traditional uh, ideas that that can do that uh, for you? Life insurance can be highly effective, and and so can uh, multi-year guarantee annuities and a ladder strategy. Uh, particularly lock in some of these high interest rates. Uh, payout rates on income are very high right now because of the higher uh, interest rates and um, and fixed index annuities. Uh, if, if you're going, if you're going, uh, if you have ten years or more, a fixed index annuity uh, can make a, a great deal of sense. L- let me just make one observation here that I think is vitally important. That the, the secret, the secret to successful investing. And I'm going to give you this. This is an absolute gem. You can take this to the bank, as they say. Hmm. The secret is that you must be willing to limit your upside in order to limit your downside. That's the key to it, to to save consistently and, and to have a consistent upside with with a consistent downside. Mm-hmm. In uh, in other words, if if you can limit your losses between five and ten percent, maximum drawdown. Okay, so maybe it goes ten and a half, but it's five to ten percent. Your recovery is very quick. F- for that, you're going to give up some some upside. But if, if you if you can get a five six percent upside uh, consistently, that's that is success. I mean because. In, in, a 3%, in other words, don't get greedy. <laughs> absolutely. Look, look, if you go back, you know, I have said this many times, but depending on the sectors that you're invested in, if you're investing in, in the in artificial intelligence or the Internet or technology or whatnot, um, yeah, the return on that has been about 5.34% net. That's net net of, of taxes and net of inflation. So let's say you, you're broadly diversified. So let's say let's say a three percent inflation and if the S P returns um, say nine point six percent, what's your what's your return? It's it's five point six percent. And that's before taxes, uh, uh, distributions or withdrawals. Uh, bear bear that in mind. The, the secret is to is to have consistent returns and limit your downside. There's nothing more important than that. That is that is the secret. And, and as um, Warren Buffett uh, said, I've made 300 to 400 investments in my life, and only between five and ten were actually uh, very successful. Now it doesn't get any better than Warren Buffett. So what I'm saying to you is is the best. Is, is the best idea that anybody can can tell you, and anything other than that is just pure hype. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but I will remind you because <laughs> <laughs> um, we got to get to stump the guru. I'll rem- right. remind you again that you need to schedule with Fred. I mean, if you want to, um, and it would be a great idea. You can just call the number 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. Quick break. We're back with Stump the Guru. (laughs) 
Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principal, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. It's Money Matters USA with Fred Sade, founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm of the same name. And this is our weekly get-together with Fred. We always close it, or most weeks we close it when we get uh, a question in. Uh, with Stump the Guru. Now, uh, not even so much a new segment. Now, we've been rolling with this for a while. Fred's even been stumped a couple of times. He was yeah. in the last podcast, uh, and that was because it was another case where Fred admitted it wasn't that he didn't know the answer. It was that he did have to do a little research to better answer it. So he, he classifies that as a stump. So here yeah. in episode 98 of our podcast. We'll see if Fred gets stumped again. I, I, here's how you submit a question to Fred, because he'll make it worth your while with a gift uh, if you stump him. And you can submit your question to, just go to the website, and that is moneymattersusa.net, moneymattersusa.net. Click uh, the podcast tab. By the way, there's 97 podcasts you can hear there, or click soon to be 98, or uh, or, or and then click the drop down if you want to hit uh, submit the question for Stump the Guru. That's Stump the Guru drop down. That's at podcast at moneymattersusa.net. Well, here we go. Uh, the question today is from a listener who says she and her husband are in their early 60s. They've done some Social Security research on the Internet. They attended a seminar, and they made an appointment to see the advisor who presented the seminar. Now, she's concerned about adopting a deferral of Social Security strategy because they'll need income until age 70. She is assuming retirement for her at 63 and for her husband at age 67. Uh, He's the larger earner. The advisor said their longevity plan is to age 90. He recommended treasuries and dividend-paying stocks to cover the shortfall until they claim Social Security at age 70. What she wants to know is, is that the only option or or even is that the best option? Well, uh, I that's a lot of information, but it's, it's actually not enough. So I, I can't really answer the question the way it was asked. So I have a couple of of thoughts, and, and they're just some, some thoughts about it. Um, first of all, you don't both have to claim at age 70. Uh, since he was the bigger earner, you could claim early, and your husband could defer to 70, and that would provide Social Security income. Uh, it would be at a reduced rate, but it, it would it would provide income, and, and hopefully it would it would close your close your gap. As far as age ninety is goes, I don't know if that's correct. Look, it's a matter of joint life expectancy, and you can do a calculation uh, for that. You you can use the Society of Actuaries longevity calculator. You can do a uh, an internet search. You it's easy enough to um, define. And you'll get joint life expectancies, and you can decide what percentage you're comfortable with. Is, is it 10% probability? Is it 
25% probability of, of, of living to a certain age. If you're more comfortable with the 25% number, then plan accordingly. If you're willing to accept the 10% number, then plan for that. So um, the, the advisor's suggestion is, is absolutely doable, makes a lot of sense with one condition, and that is that interest rates have to stay up to make this strategy work, and dividends are not guaranteed. So you'd have to look very carefully uh, at which company or companies you would want to buy or you're going to buy um, a, div a dividend-paying uh, ETF or, or something of that, of that sort. So, uh, and I don't know because you didn't indicate that. So uh, there are other options. You could use an income uh, annuity. Uh, you you can you can use an a uh, an immediate income that has an increasing payout. Uh, they're available. They're rare, but they are available. They counter inflation. Uh, you could use a a multi year guarantee annuity, uh, and if you're going beyond seven years, a fixed index annuity works extremely well. Sometimes the uh, guaranteed minimum withdrawal benefit on the fixed index annuity will outperform the uh, multi-year deferred income annuity. Um, so what I'm really saying also is that um, you need to figure out what your uh, fixed expenses are and, and uh, you know, and have and make sure you have enough money uh, to meet those. And, um, and, and you really need to have income uh, for that. It's no different than what you have right now when you're working. Uh, reverse mortgage is another possible uh, option. Uh, you can, uh, they're not cheap, but they can be used to, to turn income on and off when you, uh, when you need it. It can also be used to protect your investment portfolio uh, when the market starts to get very choppy. So I would invite uh, the listener and her spouse to make an appointment, get a second or third opinion. There's no charge for me for the meeting and, and go through our red light on the dashboard uh, process. Can only work to your to your benefit, and I'll uh, point out that you have more than one doctor, uh, and you would see a specialist um, uh, it, to get a second or third opinion if if you had some question or uncomfortable or didn't try fully trust the first opinion. Mm -hmm. So that would be my suggestion. Well, I, I'll just tell you again how to reach out to Fred, 888-593-8188, 888-593-8188. And also the website is moneymattersusa.net. And of course, you can see that on the landing page here for the podcast. Uh, if you go to the podcast tab there uh, and check out Red Light on the dashboard, go to the podcast tab and you'll see the drop down for Stump the Guru. So you can submit your question to Fred. Well, you said we had a lot to get into, and we sure did, Fred. Uh, yeah. Great one, as always. We're back next week, dropping one again, as we do every Friday here. Hope you stay with us. Thanks so much for being a part of Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to 
to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.